0: Hello and welcome to Logical, wherever in the world you are listening. This is the regular weekly podcast from the Dubai-based law firm HPL, Yamalava and Plethker, and it is still the Gulf region's first and only legal podcast. A weekly chance to consider legal questions, particular to the United Arab Emirates. I'm Tim Elliott, I'm here at the firm's offices on the 18th floor of Reef Tower in Jumeirah Lakes Towers with the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalava. Good to see you again.
1: Good to see you as well, as always.
0: In this edition, the stuff we all should know, but perhaps don't. Ignorance is no excuse is what this podcast is all about, legally speaking, and all will become apparent uh, in a few moments. Now, recently, Miller, and you'll recall this, we covered some of what we're going to be discussing today in a different way, but that was on a podcast that we called Top Tips for Tourists in the UAE. That discussion covered things like appropriate dress code, beachwear, public displays of affection and more. Uh, You can find that at the LY Lawyers uh, website or wherever you usually get your podcasts. Now today I want to focus on a list of topics that even long-term UAE residents like you and I perhaps aren't too sure about. So let's jump straight in. This is number one crossing or walking in the street or road unlawfully or without regard for approaching traffic, otherwise known as jaywalking. How's that viewed here in the Emirates?
1: Well, unsurprisingly, jaywalking, just like it is in other countries, is an offence. In other countries, jaywalking usually carries a penalty, and in most cases, it's a monetary penalty uh, for all the obvious reasons, i.e. when you Cross uh, the road where you're not supposed to cross. It, you create hazard for the, you know for yourself and for all the other motorized vehicles, perhaps uh, and whoever else sort of crosses that road. Um, so the same logic exists here. This is you know in no way different from other jurisdictions. That being said, jaywalking is quite common in the UAE, and the more interesting, I guess, and more shockingly, and uh, there's uh, jaywalking across freeways and highways is um, quite um, often seen uh, still to this day. Mm. And uh, that is one thing you don't really see very much of, let's say, in the U.S. Uh, you Just everyone knows you don't walk across the highway. Mm-mm. And um, and here in, in the UAE, Sheikh Zayed Road, is one example, is an extremely busy and extremely fast-paced uh, road, And um, is very obviously not for crossing uh, on foot. And yet we see people trying to run and skip uh, and cross uh, barriers and fences and run across um, (laughs) all too often. So therefore, perhaps uh, there is still either ignorance or um, I guess sort of intentional disregard uh, for knowing what, what whether it is legal or not but it is in fact illegal uh, to walk across and not only that I will tell you what also is, is illegal is that if let's say you're uh, you are about to cross the road, so you're standing in the place on the road where um, is obviously it's not for crossing, and you're trying to cross. And let's say you've made a few steps forward, but then you backed away because it's um, not safe for you to cross at that point in time. That sort of attempt at jaywalking is also, in fact, punishable by a fine
0: uh, people who live in the UAE would also point out that it is illegal to not stop at a pedestrian crossing. However, we do very often see drivers with uh, apparently no regard for pedestrians.
1: Yes, I think uh, when you actually see drivers stop at crossing is is, is more it's unusual. unusual. It's more unusual than <laughs> wow. it is usual. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're still learning what that means mm. and. Uh, um, but as as is expected, that too is a violation, and it's more. It's increasingly it's it's being uh, policed a lot more closely, and and also punished. Therefore.
0: Anyone who's driven a car has come across a situation where perhaps another driver's cut in front of them, swerved too close to their car, slowed down, uh, having overtaken them, whatever. I I could go on. It's hard to register your frustration with other drivers. You're in an enclosed space and they can't hear you. Perhaps that's a good thing. Uh, So many people resort to hand gestures, perhaps not the friendliest of hand gestures when it comes to it as well. Inappropriate hand gestures are not tolerated here, not accepted.
1: Indeed. And in fact, inappropriate hand gestures are not just not tolerated, but can be criminally punished in yeah. the UAE. Uh, and that is under the criminal code, which um, um, which punishes offensive gestures. Uh, So therefore, if your gesture is, you know, there's obviously gestures that are on their face or are are offensive. And there Mm -hmm. are some that perhaps may be subjectively offensive. But if someone does feel offended, uh, then those are persecuted under the criminal code. And uh, they can result in just a a financial fine. But depending on the type of gesture, they can also result in not in, in jail, and deportation. And there have been plenty of cases where people, including tourists, uh, for example, would um, gesture. And I'm um, sure we, we we know there are a few gestures that are kind of universal mm-hmm. uh, and... Um, and then you know, people resort to them in other parts of the world uh, without any repercussions. But here they are considered extremely offensive and have, in the past, uh, more than once have led to deportation, in addition to obviously a financial fine, uh, some time in jail, and then deportation for life. And uh, as um, is often the case, in particular with those who are visiting the UAE temporarily and uh, tourists uh, or uh, more frequent visitors uh, often like well, I did not know, because obviously in other countries we do it all the time and uh, without any re- repercussions. Uh, as is the case in other jurisdictions, ignorance is no excuse, and ignorance of this particular law is certainly not an excuse.
0: It isn't. Let's stay with personal frustrations and consider uh, foul language, abusive language, or just, just bad language, swearing uh, in public. How is that... I was going to say viewed, but listened to. How, how's that considered in the Emirates? Uh,
1: quite strictly, and um, and so I guess the 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 burden is on the uh, on the victim, so to speak, to show that they were offended. But that's basically the threshold is the is to be offended. And therefore, anything, it doesn't even have to be foul language if you offend someone because you use analogies or examples uh, that they might have felt were defamatory or derogatory to them personally for whatever reason. Uh, And um, there can be very otherwise innocuous comments or innocent comments, but if someone says they were offended by them, uh, then that can lead and does lead to, um, uh, to a criminal case. I mean, it's not a, a serious, it's a misdemeanor, uh, but it will lead to a financial penalty. It could be anywhere from a thousand dirhams plus uh, and uh, but ultimately and it's just there's no jail sentence for example, for something that's a little you know it's, it's I guess more subjective in its uh, offensive nature. Uh, but you will have a criminal conviction in your record. It's a misdemeanor, so it's not a huge one. Uh, but uh, it's still a record mm. and uh, something that it does not even involve foul language as long as you perhaps call someone, um, names or or you know, analogies uh, that they found offensive, and once again, that ignorance is not an excuse.
0: It's not a thousand dirhams uh, is two hundred and sixty odd dollars, something like that. So it's not an insignificant uh, fine. But
1: it's not so much the fine; it's more that you now have a misdemeanor conviction in your file.
0: Precisely, um, littering. In 2020, how is littering viewed? What are fines in place if someone is caught littering?
1: Well, littering, again, is is, uh, definitely penalized here by financial penalties. And depending on the area and depending on the emirate, uh, the fines vary. Uh, but I would imagine that as time goes on, as we get closer to Expo, the fines will increase um, because we do need more deterrents uh, for people to uh, to litter. Uh, because we unfortunately we still see people throwing plastic bottles and um, and other plastic and glass uh, outside the out w- out of windows of passing cars and from their from their homes mm. and. Uh, uh, when they walking in the park so that culture of um, picking up after yourself and uh, disposing of your uh, trash into the right bins is still developing here and that's because perhaps we are we're such a diverse community people from all over the world come and live here and uh, the sort of the ethics or uh, the culture of uh, of cleanliness and um, taking care of your own trash is, kind of varies depending on the, the country.
0: We all have camera phones these days. We use them all the time. The other day I was typing a Google review of a mall. I was in it was a positive review uh, actually I'd had a decent experience in there thought I'd share it I took a picture of the mall or an area of the mall I was going to add that to the review for people who might read it and out of the corner of my eye I could see a security guard watching what I was doing just just watching that was all he was doing but it made me think what's the attitude legally towards photography in public places
1: well, photography of, of of people is not allowed. Yes. Uh, then also, photography of um, certain places may not be allowed. Uh, for example, photography of airports or absolutely the military bases that we know. And uh, in general, any other kind of government facilities is often not allowed. Now, most places where photography is not allowed uh, have signs uh, that clearly show so, but not all, and not angles of that same place would have a sign. Uh, but as a general rule, anything that's related to government should not be photographed, uh, at least uh, without checking to see if there are specific signs. Uh, but all, but more importantly photography of people and um, this is an interesting um, issue to discuss because UAE is such a tourist friendly place and we are uh, very welcoming of tourists and now uh, with the upcoming expo 2020 we will see many more tourists and so and as it's natural for tourists to be photographing their surroundings and their the places where they are. And uh, but you be very mindful about uh, who you photograph so for example what you do not do in the UAE you don't just come up to a kid and say hey you know, the kid so looks so so cute I'll take a photo of that kid which is what a lot of tourists in other parts of the world do uh, so that is definitely not allowed so photographing of, of third parties or people you do not know without their permission is not allowed so be very mindful of what you do capture on camera and And it's not um, uh, it's not infrequent that uh, you may be approached by the security guards or policemen or even the people themselves will ask you to delete the photos if you accidentally took a picture of someone and and, and were seen to do so. Uh, So do not fight it uh, because you are legally speaking not allowed to do so. So it's better you delete without having to get the police involved.
0: Here's another topic it'd be good to get your perspective on. In most large cities, pretty much anywhere in the world, you can't really move for people collecting for different uh, charities. In the UAE, you don't see charity workers collecting money in the malls or in the street, for example. Fundraising for charities is very strictly controlled, isn't it?
1: Yes, and this applies to even the social, um, very social media sites uh, where you have, let's say, the cold bucket challenge, you know, all sorts of other challenges where. Uh, money is being raised for one purpose or another even if it is um, for that particular purpose is is located outside of the UAE but technically speaking uh, charity any kind of charitable contribution charitable collections and and um, charitable marketing um, are uh, can only be done legally with the right license or the li- right approvals um, at hand And uh, those approvals are extremely difficult to obtain. So therefore, the default or the the default assumption should be that unless uh, that particular organization clearly shows that they are properly licensed, you shouldn't just be donating money, or certainly should not be jumping in to help others raise money unless you've checked their licenses, because that actually can be quite severely uh, punished in the UAE because. These kind of charitable and and money fundraising type activities are highly regulated here. So be very careful and um, think twice before you jump on this. Hey, I'll help you collect money for this and that cause. Uh, Even if um, these are all very worthwhile and good causes, you want to be careful and make sure that you do it through the right channels.
0: Ignorance is no excuse is what this podcast is all about. A little bit of privacy defamation confidentiality all taken very seriously under uae laws we've discussed this many times but a whispered personal secret about a mutual friend or maybe a conversation about some information you got at work can sharing secrets like this cost you financially in terms of fines or in perhaps in terms of jail time if the person or company decides to complain that you have shared that information?
1: For sure, because as you said, that would uh, touch upon the issue of privacy. And privacy is very zealously guarded in the UAE. uh, That's um, sort of in the culture and and by law. And so therefore, if I were to give you uh, some special uh, tidbit about my personal life and then you've gone and shared it with others and I have proof of it, Mm -hmm. uh, then yes, absolutely. And in fact, I don't even have to show that I have suffered damage. But if I believe and that, I, um, that that was a very, a very personal fact that I shared with you and that and I was going to only really share it with you and only, and then you now pass it on uh, to others, I can certainly uh, f- file a case against your criminal case. And then if you're proven guilty, I could then turn around and file a civil case and claim compensation. But in that case, I need to show that I've actually suffered damages. Uh, but um, I don't need to show that I have suffered damages. I don't even need to suffer damages for me to file a criminal case against you.
0: Two more scenarios. First of those is, uh, and I've read this, I don't know if this is true, I wasn't aware of this, washing your car in public, paid, or free parking spaces or in front of buildings is illegal in the United Arab Emirates. Is there any truth in that?
1: Uh, Yes, indeed, and uh, for a number of reasons. One is uh, is obviously can can be um, construed as littering, or okay. right, so sort of creating a mess where you should not be, uh, and um, and also depending on um, on what sort of what ingredients you use to wash your car. What if you're using toxic uh, uh, washing liquids, okay. for example, which a lot of people do, or sprays? Uh, so, I mean, there could be also that uh, there, it could be also uh, construed as nuisance in public. Uh, and so on and so forth. Um, So these kinds of washing the cars is supposed to be done where it's supposed to be either in your private garage uh, or in professional stations, but not just anywhere in the city.
0: Final one, and I have to find a way of putting this delicately. Here's a story. It might be urban legend, but I heard this a few years ago. Somebody passed gas. I believe accidentally in front of someone. It was an act that caused great offence. I'm not sure how this is viewed legally anywhere in the world, to be honest. I'd suggest removing yourself from a public place might be the best course of action. If you do fear you might compromise yourself, what would you say?
1: It's a hard one. We have all heard that story, having lived in the UAE for long enough. Uh, so we don't know if it's an urban myth or not, but certainly it's not unreasonable to at least um, at least argue that should it be done on purpose and somebody finds it defamatory then they or offensive, um, there could be a case, there could be a legitimate case. And now how do you prove that this was on purpose or not? Uh, and, uh, so it's, you know, it's a little more subjective and the law, since you know, this urban myth or, or perhaps a real story I heard 10 plus years ago and the law has evolved and the practice has evolved. So I'm not sure exactly how the courts would look at it today. Uh, but, um, certainly if, if you can prove that, uh, that this was kind of done on purpose and it was offensive to you, then I guess you could still make a, an argument. So it's not something that should be lightly done. Uh, because uh, the, the, there's enough in the, in history to, for us to uh, at least um, believe that there and enough in the law uh, that that can actually be made into a legitimate case.
0: General thoughts to finish off, uh, as with anywhere in the world that we're not at home in. Uh, the legal argument that you didn't know just doesn't stand up. Ignorance is just not an excuse.
1: Well, ignorance is not an excuse anywhere in the world. But in particular, I guess my my final comment would be just be culturally sensitive. Uh, the UAE in Dubai in particular is so welcoming and so open to other cultures and influences uh, that often people mistake that w- for, well, yeah, there's no limit. Uh, to what they can do here but it's still a very culturally sensitive place and um, therefore my recommendation is just be culturally sensitive before you do something uh, that you're not so sure about just um, pause and think.
0: Ludmilla is the managing partner at the legal firm Yamanova and Pleska here in Dubai as ever. Great to talk to you.
1: Always a pleasure. Thank you, Tim.
0: Ignorance is no excuse. That's the legal stuff that perhaps we ought to know, but maybe don't. And that's another edition of Logical. Each week we cover legal issues, legal news and much more, either in a logical, light, bite-sized quickie podcast or in our slightly more detailed, full-length, logical podcast like this one. If you've got a question you'd like answered in a future episode, if you'd like a consultation with a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, all you have to do is click the contact button at lylawyers.com. Find us on social media, plus you can WhatsApp us these days as well, 00971. 525251611